everyone. Welcome to Her Canvas, our podcast where we discuss the topics that matter most to women and help us find the inspiration to live our best lives. I'm your host, Jadida Karanja. Today, we're going to be talking about intimacy and leisure pleasure during COVID-19 and helping you discover the information, high-tech tools, and tips you need to enhance your intimacy and sensuality to get the pleasure you deserve. It's no secret that the pandemic has disrupted many facets of our lives. From our work, school, economic, and social lives, we have all been forced to navigate our lives while living with this deadly virus. It's no surprise then that our sexuality has been impacted as well. According to an Indiana University 2020 study, there has been a decline in sexual activity during the pandemic. People are engaging in less sex because they're home all the time. With this in mind, a glass of wine and the lovely company of my friend and human sexuality expert, Anna Bactas, we set out to discuss how women's sexuality has been affected by the pandemic and to discover how we can use technology to pursue intimacy and leisure pleasure in our new normal. Anna is currently a doctoral candidate in human sexuality at the California Institute of Integral Studies. In addition, she's a public health expert on aging, disabilities, and youth issues. Through a Facebook Live session hosted for our Facebook community Gap News Women, we set out to answer two questions. How do you capitalize on technology to pursue pleasure even from a distance? And how can you socially distance and be intimate at the same time? We actually had a list of five questions, but decided to focus on these two because based on a poll with our Gap News Women community, they were the most important to our members. We plan to get to the other three during another session. But before we delve into our insights from our conversation, let me start by sharing that this topic has not been an easy one for me to talk about. Having been raised in a conservative household, my mother is a staunch Presbyterian, the subject of sexuality was taboo. I was never, it was never to be talked about. Heck, I thought at the time that even thinking about it was a sin. I'm sure that many of you who grew up in similar households can relate. I believed through extrapolation that sex was only for married women for the purpose of reproduction and to serve the needs of your husband. It is only through my natural curiosity and experiences that I learned more about it on my own and shifted my perspective. Now that I'm more comfortable speaking about it, my goal is to normalize the conversation to help women both young and old feel comfortable talking about it. Also, to change the perspective that it's essential and okay to pursue sexuality for pleasure, not just for marriage or reproductive purposes, and to own it unapologetically. My conversation with Anna offered a perfect opening for us to accomplish this objective. Here are key takeaways from our enlightening and sometimes spicy discussion. But before we get into it, I'd like, you, I'd like to ask you this question. How many of you know what leisure pleasure means? I can tell you that before speaking with Anna, I had never heard of the phrase, so it was great that Anna started our chat by defining it. Leisure pleasure is the pursuit of sex for pleasure as opposed to only for reproductive purposes. You're doing it because you want to for the purpose of connecting with someone or with yourself. 
before the pandemic happened, it was much easier to pursue leisure pleasure, especially for the so-called hookup culture for those who were single. It was readily available through apps such as Bumble, Tinder, Her, Pure, and many more for both short and long-term relationships. COVID-19 has made it harder to pursue intimacy. Obviously, this was no surprise. Because the virus is transmitted through in-person contact, we expect people to be worried about getting close to someone and to exercise caution. Top that with the stress and anxiety that comes with contracting the virus, and you have the perfect mood killer to our sensuality. What's interesting and encouraging, though, is that even though people are having less sex, they're having better, more exciting sex. They've introduced variety to their sexual repertoire, especially those in partnered relationships. Now, what do you think is the number one thing they've added to their repertoire? If you guessed change or add a new position, you're right. I don't know about you, but I was expecting something fancier, so this came as a shock to me. People are also sharing fantasies with each other. The most common fantasy is virtual group sex. People are watching adult entertainment because it feels safe during this pandemic, again, because it's virtual. Traditionally, adult entertainment, commonly referred to as porn, has been done from a male perspective. The good news for women is that today there is more adult entertainment in the form of erotica done by women and for women. There is a female erotica available not just uh, through film, but also on Audible. Uh, This is important because contrary to popular belief, women are equal in our desire and how we pursue desire. We desire visual stimulation and can be aroused through auditory and reading mechanisms. In addition to audible erotica, technology has filled a void, especially for, for single people who are mainly sexting. This includes sending sensual text or sending nude photos. I can tell you that the latter makes me really nervous because we live in a culture where sabotage can happen. Anna's advice is to proceed with caution, to share photos with only those you trust completely, and to try to avoid sending messages with your face in it. Though I have to tell you, I think with the availability of editing tools such as Photoshop, this might still not be foolproof. And I still think it's risky. I typically err on the side of text-based sensual messages. I think at the end of the day, it depends on your level of comfort. It may be okay for some of you and not for others. So it's up to you to make that choice. Also, according to research conducted by Match, young single people are opting for roommate sex, which means having sex with a non-romantic partner. Though this is not a tech-related option, it's considered safe because you're doing it with the person you're quarantined with. And did you know there's a scientific term for this practice? Um, It's called situation sexual behavior, and it's defined as sexual behavior that one expresses in situations or circumstances in which they are unable to express their normal preferred patterns of sexuality. Gosh, that's a mouthful, which makes total sense. So, okay, fine. It looks like with technology, women can still pursue their sexuality from afar, which is great. But the jury is still out on whether you can find intimacy at the same time, which leads us to our second question. How can you socially distance and be intimate at the same time? 
the overwhelming solution? Sex toys. Since the coronavirus began, sex toys have increased in some cases up to 600% in sales. Yeah, I couldn't believe it either. These include sales of teledildonics, you guessed it, smart dildos, which are high-tech, interactive, internet-based, and Bluetooth-enabled sex toys for women, men, and couples. Some of these toys even talk to you. Or you or your partner can turn them on from a distance to stimulate you or each other. It's really not far-fetched when you think about it. Um, I mean, just think of your ability to turn on your alarm system when you're away from home, and it's really the same concept. Exploring fantasies with sex toys, such as using sex sex toys with yourself or with each other, or opening sex toys in front of your partner are other ways to pursue intimacy. And now for single women, it's as simple as leveraging video chatting apps such as FaceTime, WhatsApp, or any other platforms out there. So whether it's seeking uh, sexual stimulation from adult entertainment, audible, erotica, or smart sex toys, it's evident that the possibilities for women to pursue sexual pleasure during COVID-19 and beyond are endless. Now, women have long accepted the status quo of male-centered pleasure. I hope the tools, tips, and tricks uh, from our conversation today will empower you to own your desire for pleasure and help you navigate your sex life from a woman-centered approach during this pandemic and beyond. That's all for our show today. Thank you for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Pandora. Also, if you want to learn more about this topic, head on over to our blog, gabnews.com, to access a list of resources that Anna compiled to help us pursue the pleasure we deserve. It includes the books and links to articles she referenced during our conversation, as well as the names of the most popular adult entertainment sites for women. Also, don't forget to connect with our Facebook community at Gap News Women to continue this conversation and many more along the way. Until next time, stay safe and find the inspiration to live your best life.